friend. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... For the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. How oh, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. I have visions of Peter Griffin right now. See, I started out with Jermaine Stewart this morning at 6 a.m. The word is out. Then I went with Cameo Word Up. See, and then I went with the Trashman, Surfing Bird, because, you know, Surfing Bird is the word. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Just trying to stay with the theme. David Teal in about half an hour joining us now on the program. He's the voice of Virginia Tech football. It's time for Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Nice to be with you today. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Good to be with you. And uh, I hope you and your fam had just, I know we talked about it Friday, but again, it's a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. You were heading into Thanksgiving weekend when we talked on Friday. Lots of turkey consumed. We didn't sink the boat. Everyone had a great time. All the towels have been washed and the sheets have been cleaned and everything is back to normal. And the kids are back at school. And uh, our, our students at Tech are back in class this week. This is the final full week of class for us. And uh, so that's what we've got with finals coming up starting a week from tomorrow. Wow. It is here, man. Yeah, you're right. You come back for just a little bit, then they go right back for the uh, extended break. Yeah, so next Wednesday, uh, Thursday, reading day, and then we start finals next week. Well, let's talk. Uh, I want to talk about Brent Pry and his presser. I was very impressed. I mean, he was a wide open book. I tell you what, I mean, um, he's not a guy that's going to go up and tell you something he's not believing. We found out a lot about their plans for the roster, coaching staff, and the things that he learned. I thought it was a very honest conversation he had with the media. I thought it was a tremendous press conference Me too. in terms of its transparency, and he answered questions. He did not sidestep anything. He he was not critical of anyone, and that I think is really what's been interesting 
is his passion and his attitude and his resolve and his belief that he can get Tech back to where it needs to be never wavered at any point during the season after a tough loss. He believed that uh, he can get this done. He was asked specifically several different times, in essence, Rick, the same question. Yeah. Is this harder than you thought? <laughs> Basically, are you glad you took this job? Did you know it? <laughs> Uh, just phrased differently by several different members of the media. And he said, yeah, I believe it. I would not have taken this job if I did not believe. And, you know, he talked about the need for more talent at different positions. Someone asked him, is there any position that that you absolutely need more players? And he said something along the lines of, well, I think it's obvious. And the answer to that is that if a good player at any position wants to come, right whether it's safety, linebacker, lineman, quarterback, receiver, anything, uh, they're going to look at it. There's clearly some – offensively, they're they're in big need of playmakers. And that is clearly – I mean, just look at the offensive statistics. P- pick any offensive stat, and you're going to see Virginia Tech ranked in the 108 to 120 range. And that's pretty bad when there's only 60-some <laughs> power five teams. Right? <laughs> right, right. So I think that, you know, the – I'm about to put together my column for uh, for Hokie Sports, and um, you know, Hokie fans were good this year, and they hope Santa is good to them in the transfer portal. That's kind of my uh, that's kind of what I'm going at here. But look, they uh, it was a learning experience for them. There were three or four times during the season where Brent said, "Man, I made a bad call. That was not the right defensive call. I wish I would have done that differently." And and looking back on it. You don't really know what you've got till you play. I mean, they came in last December, and they looked at players, and they went through spring ball, but you don't really know the kind of people that you have that it takes to win until you play. And so now they know. And he he stood by his coordinators. He stood by his coaching staff. Uh, but now these guys have to deliver on the recruiting trail and close some deals here, close this here in the next six weeks. Right, and it, it very transparent about the high school class and then what he's going to do and what he hopes to do in the portal. I mean, I really liked it. I think it's very encouraging. All of his – you're right. Everything that he's described week by week, how close they were showed with how close the games were, the lack of talent. We found out nobody made the top three teams off the Tech team. I mean, everything he told us was what he really observed. That's the second right? year in a row by. I mean, do you realize how astonishing that is? I know. There? So there's a first, second, and third team offense and defense, right? Plus Amazing. special teams, mm-hmm. right? So you're talking about 66 position players and then six specialists. That's 72 players. Right. There's not one Virginia Tech player. I know. Not one that's in the top 72 players in this conference. Crazy. And Rick, that's the second year in a row. Yeah. So it's 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 hard to win when you don't have playmakers. And that doesn't mean we don't have really great kids in the program that worked really hard who are very coachable. And that doesn't mean that. But you're not judged by just how good you are. It's how you are compared to the other guy. That's why we keep score. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're going to have to get better, develop some players. They're losing 27 seniors. Uh, it's going to be a much younger team. It'll be a much different locker room. But he talked about the culture in the locker room, which is huge. And I thought a couple of things. You know, someone brought up is Tech like TCU, which had a losing season and turns around is in the playoffs. Yeah, or, yeah. And, and, or SC, which took 19 transfers. And, and he was very – I don't think Virginia Tech's taken 19 transfers like USC did. I, they, first of all, they don't have the room. Secondly, that's not necessarily – 
the 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 way that coach wants to build this. He, he again specifically pointed at Florida State and what Norvell did in his third year in in build the culture, build the program, and get it right. Um, you know, the SC thing was a little bit unusual only because uh, you know Caleb Williams came with his coach, right, mm-hmm. to go to SC. And so, yeah, they're in the playoff. And, and there's different things that SC has that probably no other school does, right? No, no doubt. No doubt. So, and that's okay. But Tech's got a lot of stuff that USC doesn't have. And those are the things that, that Pry has to take advantage of. And he Trust will. me, there's a lot of things that are much better about Blacksburg and Virginia than Los Angeles. No, no question about okay. that. Yes. So, <laughs> and in terms of building something. And, and mm. I think he's on the right track. But... He's got to flip the script. Those are his words. We have to flip the script. Right, right. Speaking of the playoff, uh, here we are now. Uh, no surprise, really, after the way things played out. UGA, Michigan, TCU, USC. Your thoughts on the top four? Well, I think the committee has set us up for – I mean, they, they clearly have the top four teams. You could make the argument that Michigan might be ahead of Georgia, but Georgia could make the argument that it should be number number one as well. I, I thought that the faux pas last night – was when Reese Davis asked the NC State Athletic Director, Boo Corrigan, is Alabama locked in? And he said, yes. And I think everybody went, wait a minute, what if Utah beats SC? Yeah. And then in the press conference afterwards, Corrigan said, well, that's not what I meant. Hmm. Well, that's what you said. Right, right. Alabama is not out of this. If SC loses, they're not going to make the playoffs. No, they're out. It shouldn't be the case. So who's number five? Yeah, Ohio, Ohio State. Yeah, you're right. Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Are, Ohio State and, and, and Alabama are still in the hunt Right here. there, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think it'll be really exciting. I think where LSU ends up in its, in its bowl game will be fascinating. I, I want more bowls, by the way. I, heard you <laughs> I know you do. You want more. More bowls. <laughs> Well, I think it's. I think the final poll should be the final poll. Teams should not be punished by playing in a conference championship game and knocked out because the other teams are not playing that extra game. That's a in the a, college football playoff yes. poll or the AP ranking. Well, the, the college football playoff, like TC and USC, are going to be out if they lose. Right. And Ohio State and uh, Alabama are going to slide in there when they didn't get to play in a championship game. So I don't. I don't like that system at all. Doesn't make sense to me how you can punish a team who finished ahead of those teams yet. They're going to get knocked out. TCU's the regular season is supposed to be so important. Well, TCU loses, they're out. So you don't want the tournament champion to be the champion. I want whoever's in the top four at the end of the regular season. That should be, if, if the college so football Virginia regular Tech, season. So Virginia Tech finished seventh in the ACC last year. Are they the ACC champs or not in basketball? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's why I'm. That's why what do I you want? The, yeah, I, you can't have. No, yeah, uh, so this, this is this is why I want the expanded playoff. But what oh, I'm. Oh, so, I see where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I'm all for a 16 team playoff. I'm just saying if you're going to have the regular season be such a huge thing, then right. why are we punishing the teams that are playing in the championship games and losing? That's all. Right. Well, I don't think Georgia and Michigan will get punished if they lose. No, but SC and TCU definitely will. You're right. They're going to be out, looking in, looking in. What do you think about the ACC Big Ten being done and the basketball uh, challenge? It's always such a highlight. I'm not sure. I know ESPN wants to get SEC in there with ACC. What do you think? Yeah, well, so this is the last year that ESPN has the Big Ten. So next year the Big Ten goes away completely. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then in 24, well, at least on the football side, ESPN gets the SEC exclusively. 
So next year is kind of a limbo year. Yeah. Michigan loses yeah. the Big Ten but doesn't have SEC exclusively. Right. Um, you know, so clearly the Big Ten ACC challenge was going to go away once the Big Ten went away. So it'll be the ACC-SEC challenge, which I think will be actually probably a little bit better. Not that the – you know, Virginia Tech fans got to – you know, like Nebraska's coming tomorrow night to play women's basketball. Yeah, right. And, you know, UVA played last night on the road and Wisconsin played Wake and Syracuse played Illinois. I – I think I could be wrong. I think Virginia Tech fans relate more to SEC schools. I, agree. I think they would rather see yes. Tennessee, yes. South Carolina, you know, even Texas A and M, Auburn. No doubt, now, Virginia Tech, Alabama. Even if it's men's basketball, has some has some run to it. It does. You're right. But by the way, Virginia, I think, I think Virginia has been the story of the year in college basketball. I agree. What a win last night. Coming back to win that game on the road, everything that they've been through, they've gone all. They've, they've proven everything. They yes. answered every challenge, yes, every time have. zone, and it's only November thirty. It's great, great story. You're right, especially with everything that's going on. It's great for the league, and Tony Bennett's such a great guy. It, it's that was a great win by Wake Forest last night too. Yeah, in Wisconsin. It really was. It really was. And Syracuse got beat by 110. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, there's, there's there's some issues up there. Florida State, Florida State, Syracuse, and Louisville are really interesting. Louisville lost again. They're 0 and 7, and that's a that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not going well for Coach Payne. No, it's Payne, not. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, before we head into the break, uh, I know you were really close domestically. You had the prediction. What was it? Seventeen million for the uh, Ohio State Michigan yeah, so the, game. So far, so last week I made two predictions. I said I'm going to go out on the limb here. Notre <laughs> yeah, you Dame did. Beats SC outright. I missed. I thought I, I thought SC. You know, they were down some guys. Oh, that Notre Dame might win that game. I was wrong. But I said I think more people will watch the U.S. England World Cup match than watch Michigan Ohio State. And it turns out that the Michigan-Ohio State game had over 17 million viewers. God, that incredible. was the most watched Whew. regular season college football game in 11 years on any network. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. 17 million people. But, but USA-England in the middle of the day on Fox and Telemundo in our country only, 20 million people. 20 million viewers watched USA-England. I can't wait to see what their ratings were for this Iran match from yesterday, by the way. Yeah, I would think it would have rated really well, right? You would, yeah. I would but think these so. are middle-of-the-weekday games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock, USA-Iran. So we'll see what kind of numbers that posts. But 20 million people in our country watching World Cup says a lot about I don't know. Let's let's pretend it's thought it's about national pride. That's it. you know that? what? Yes, exactly. It's funny you say that. I was telling people that's what I want to believe. That's exactly right. I'm hoping that's <laughs> what it is. Right? That we still have some pride in this country. That that's but why the game, we're watching. The game yesterday was amazing. By the way, you know, both games were incredible. Just, yeah. just incredible. It is Bill Roth and the Roth Report. He mentioned the SMA folks are back. We'll find out what they are up to. Plus, we'll have Bills. Baker Team Game of the Week and his NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. All that's coming up. More with the voice of Virginia Tech football when we come back. Stay with us. Don't go away. 
Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club. This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long & Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we are back here on the program with Bill Roth and the Roth Report and the SMA update with exams coming up. I told them if you really want to make a lot of money in sports, it can be done. Because someone has to be the next Jimmy Sexton. <clears throat> Jimmy yeah. Sexton yeah. is both Hugh Freeze's <laughs> agent and Lane Kiffin's agent. And both of them have brand new contracts this week. Mm-hmm. Lane at Ole Miss and Coach Freeze at Auburn. And Jimmy coordinated it on, you know, got it done for his guys. Right. Well, Jimmy can't work forever, right? No. Doesn't need to. <laughs> Only so much money one can make. Uh, <laughs> By the way, how about that? The Auburn-Alabama rivalry will be really interesting again, won't it? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. We need that in college football. We need that. Uh, our sports analytics, but back to analytics, We our projects are due this week. So I'm going through grading them. Some of them are just amazing. The kids have to do, come up using analytics, prove to me why an event, a new event, or relocating a team or something like this uh, is profitable. There's a return on investment for the sponsors, for the cities, for the networks, for the teams, for the leagues, that type of thing. Yeah. And, um, I do this assignment every semester. One of the group, five young men and women, put together a proposal to play an NBA doubleheader, NBA teams against Chinese pro teams. In other words, it would be a doubleheader in Beijing. And they put so much work into why it works, why China is important for the NBA, how it works from a human rights standpoint, how it would work from a television standpoint, how the global viewership of, of, of uh, the Golden State Warriors playing a Chinese team, the global viewership would be higher than an NBA Finals game. And they're probably right. Um, I mean, heck, the uh, Michigan-Ohio State did better than any NBA Finals game. No, did. absolutely it did. I mean, the power lot. of football, by the way, the power of football – 
I'm talking about American football in yes. this country yes. on display again right now this month between the NFL and college oh, football. It's unbelievable. Those Giants Cowboy numbers, I, I still can't believe that. That was incredible. Not even that. So I'm, I, so I did I, <sighs> I did a game last week, last Wednesday night, Kent State, Eastern Michigan. I was listening. And there were maybe, what, 800 people there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had maybe twice. No, there was twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had twice the television ratings of both NHL games. Though. There you go. One and well, Capitals. I'm trying to remember who the who they play. Oh, the Flyers. Yeah, good game. Good teams. Two pretty big markets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ain't Kent, Ohio. No, it's not. no, it's not. So it's why is that? Action. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Why does it work? It, it's just our – it's the former baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. And betting, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do it that. does, man. You're right. It's huge. It's added to it so much. It really has. All right. Now, you got a lot of choices for game of the week now here by the Baker team, by the way. We love Louisiana. Ordinarily, Baker. like, Tech's women's basketball team is ranked in the top ten. Mm-hmm. It's playing in the ACC Big Ten Challenge tomorrow night at Castle against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That's That's juicy. Huskers and Hokies at Castle. Uh, Sunday, Hokies and Tar Heels in men's basketball. By the way, since we promoted the number one North Carolina might yeah. be coming in, they lost two in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oops, maybe three in a row after tonight. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're back at home. Um, that'll be Sunday, ACC opener. But I'm going I'm, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ride this World Cup vibe right now. Okay. U.S. Holland in the knockout round Saturday got to watch it and it'll rate yeah being on a saturday as well it'll it'll show up really well it's only 90 minutes yeah right you know right one thing that soccer slash football gets right that baseball doesn't is we don't want three hours and 48 minutes (laughs) right which is why they're trying to fix it you're right (laughs) 90 minutes it's all we need it's all we need you don't need more soccer than that starts at 130 you're done at three that's it it's all you need that's it you can pregame which they do, except except over there you can't have beer in the stadium. Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> well, the whenever World Cup's coming to the U.S., it'll be a lot more fun. Yeah, it'll yeah, be less, right. Uh, there'll be less issues. Yeah, the politics has kind of ruined it for me. Everything going around, but uh, you know, whenever Huskers and Hokies get together, I know you were there. I mean, I was there too when uh, Virginia Tech went to Nebraska and won that game in Lincoln and how great those fans were. Now, you and I talked about it. They were so respectful of Coach Beamer and everybody at Virginia Tech. They were. Yeah, yeah they do. So, there's something very interesting. Nebraska has sold out every football game since the 60s. I think everyone knows that, right? Yeah. They have a similar streak in men's basketball. Oh, do they? In a 16,000-seat arena. You can't get into a Nebraska basketball Wow, interesting. Pack it. Pack interesting. It. You know how many men's NCAA tournaments – Back up. Do you know how many NCAA tournament games Nebraska has won oh. ever total? Is it like a program that packs it every night, year after year, decade after decade, on cold Nebraska nights? None. They've never won a single <laughs> yeah, game. That's right. That's crazy. Well, good for them. Says a lot about but, that fan base. But Tex women's team is legit. Yes, they are. So they have uh, Nebraska uh, tonight and then at Tennessee Sunday. Remember we talked about Kenny was stepping out? Yeah, yeah. Stepping out. He went out and played Kentucky and won. Went out and played Missouri and won. And now they're going to play Nebraska tonight in Tennessee. Nice. 
Nice. Well, pull like heck for those guys. He's such a great dude, Kenny. What do you think about Rule, by the way, in Nebraska? I think it's a pretty good hire. I think he'll be fine. They uh, here's this is an intentional pun. In the <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> needs steak, not sizzle. Yeah. Right. Get it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they, they do. They don't want to win the press conference. And when they, on every the game's already sold out. We don't need that. We, right. we, we have 108,000 tickets. They're sold. We don't even have a ticket window. We're done. <laughs> we just got to right. do better we on the field. We don't need to get interest, right? We, 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 we need the meat and potatoes done. <laughs> right. We, you know, and, and, and I think Rule could be that guy. He's certainly going to be well compensated. And they had that guy. His name was Frank Solich. Yeah, I know. I know. <sighs> oh well, oh, I want well. Nebraska to be good. They I need like to be. it when Nebraska is good. Yeah, it helps. I'm not, and I'm not even like a fan. No, no, it's I'm just not the a brand. Nebraska fan, right? Absolutely. I just think it's college football is better when Nebraska is good. Agreed. College football is better when Virginia Tech is good too. But mm-hmm. yeah, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. All right, time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic top three. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, where are you headed here? I'm completely in the dark, which is the way I like it. I was watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles last night, one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, great movie. Especially this time of year, right? Great movie. Do you like it? Yes. Steve Martin and John Candy. Oh, John Candy's so good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, all right, let's do my... (laughs) My three favorite Christmas movies ever. And I'm all thinking, right. All right. You know, Home Alone or Miracle on 34th Street. And then, like, number one's probably It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Time. But I'm thinking, let's go with our three worst Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, that's a better list. Okay. <laughs> the three worst Christmas movies ever. Because the way it works is these, these studios, they know that people go, watch movies now, right? Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, people are home. They go to movies. They watch movies. So let's let's put out a Christmas movie. As long as we have a, a star or two or an interesting plot, we'll make lots of money. It doesn't really matter what happens. We'll just call it a Christmas movie yeah. and release it on December 15th. Right. Well, not all of them are good. So here are my three worst Christmas movies. Okay. Number three, Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. Do you know this one? Yes, unwatchable. Dan Aykroyd and Tim Allen? Yes. Yeah. Instead of decorating their neighborhood, they want to go on a Ugh. cruise to the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bad movie. Bad movie. Okay. Our, <laughs> our number two worst Christmas movie ever, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> Uh-oh, now this one's new to me. <laughs> the Martian ruler, Kemar, is upset that the children of Mars are lazy and under the influence uh-huh. of too much pop culture from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> because Martian kids are obsessed with Earth's TV programs and kids don't want to do much of anything on Mars. So in attempt to change that, he kidnaps Santa. Mm. Yeah. 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 Speaks for itself. <laughs> and that's not number one? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the, wor- the worst Christmas movie ever Black Christmas, the holiday season turns deadly for a group of sorority sisters. <laughs> oh, it's got chainsaws. Oh. Yeah, you can't have. First of all, sorority girls don't go away to a cabin with no. chainsaws on Christmas. No Christmas, week. come on. 
Uh, I think those are good choices all the way around. <laughs> I got to see that second one about the Martians, though. I got to do that now. I got to make Santa sure. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Yeah, I got to. You know how they all end. Gotta, yeah, exactly. By the way, Home Alone 3 could have made that list, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there, too. And uh, But uh, do you have a favorite holiday <sighs> slash? Like, Home Alone was always great for me. I like Elf now. I like some, I like the old oh, Rankin. Yeah. I like the old Rankin and Bass. I still watch Rudolph just because you know I, I love that one. I love um, the Christmas Vacation. I mean, all those right there. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I all still right. I still like. If it. you want to, if you want to have a, a, a viewing party, I'm in on that. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Get the peeps over. We'll watch. Oh, absolutely. Beverly D'Angelo. Yes. Chevy Chase. Yes, please. Let's do it. <laughs> All well, right. I hope I hope your Christmas uh, as you plan it. We'll talk next week. Yeah, definitely. But, but definitely, it's full of Radford Highlander victory. Yes, I hope so. Big stretch coming up for the highs. Absolutely, I know it is. All right, my friend. Good stuff. Always, always good. More bowls. A lot of fun. More bowls. More bowls. <laughs> says Bill. That's uh, Bill Roth at the Roth Report. We'll take a break. David Teal joins us from one Hall of Famer to the next. Stay with us here on BDST. Good morning. This is Kimberly McBroom in the WDBJ 7 Newsroom with their latest update. A lawsuit against Walmart's been filed by an employee who survived last week's mass shooting in Chesapeake. Donna Prielo submitted a written complaint about the killer just over two months ago. She now says she has PTSD and is seeking $15 million. The retailer has yet to respond to the suit. In Roto County, two people are out of their home after a house fire on Old Manor Court last night. Three people were inside, but none was injured. Firefighters rescued a dog, but a cat died. No word on what sparked the flames. And state health officials are reminding everyone to get their flu vaccine ahead of National Influenza Vaccination Week during the first week of December. Right now, the Commonwealth is seeing very high levels of the flu. There have been over 11,000 flu-related infections and 97 flu outbreaks this season. That's your latest news update on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Hire an experienced real estate agent to help you navigate the world of purchasing your property. Dealing with lenders, selecting properties, seeing the inside, making an offer, and all of the details to closing. Let a professional help you with the steps. Louise Baker, Long and Foster Realtors, Contact us at nrvhomes with an s.com. 